Blog Talk Radio. The Devil's Promenade and the Hornet's Spook Lights are two Japan Missouri happenings that cannot be glossed over. They have an advantage that others wish they had. They are seen by everyone. Episode 432. Timeless Tales of Hoodoo, Joplin Haunting, live on The Real Hoodoo. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors, live. From Chicago, the crossroads of America, Papa Say. Papa Say is a highly acclaimed Hoodoo practitioner and fourth-generation seer with over 50 years' experience in the spiritual path. Boasting a worldwide clientele from various age, education, economic and ethnic groups, Papa Say shares a vast wealth of knowledge with those who have both the desire to learn and will to do what it takes to control the many problems in life. Celebrities and regular persons alike use these same things offered in these broadcasts and now experience true happiness and peace of mind that comes when your problems are finally solved. Papa Say uses the secret knowledge taught to him by his parents and ancestors along with practical knowledge from the Evo in West Africa, the Seminole in the swamps of Florida and the old Hadoo root workers of Louisiana. Along with his formal education in theology, Anthropology and parapsychology brings holistic dimension that touches you, spirit, mind and body. And now your host, Papa Say. God bless my father's children, here, there, and everywhere. Bonsoir and welcome to the only genuine, real hoodoo broadcast on the airwaves. This is your host. Monsieur Jean-Léon Devereaux, officially known to many as Bayou Jean, Dr. John, the Swamp Wizard, Papa Say, and your hoodoo daddy. Promising to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Let me say that I love you, and you, and even you. And it makes no difference what you think of me, but it does make a difference what I think of you. I cannot allow hatred, jealousy, prejudice, religion, or greed to be a part of me. For I know and I want you to know that the real hoodoo brings light, love, and life to the world. God bless you. God keep you, God lift up his eyes upon you, and give you peace. May he bless your going out, and your coming in, from this time forth, even forevermore. This is my prayer for you. It has always been my prayer for you. And it will continue to be my prayer for you. Well, today we have Timeless Tales of Hoodoo. And then this one is called The Joplin, Missouri Haunting. Now, the key about it, about this, is that this is a haunting that is bigger than all the rest. Now, by bigger, I don't mean more people. This thing takes place no matter what, no matter what, this takes place. It is an it is an obvious fact, an obvious fact, that Missouri is the most haunted state in the union. It is, it is. Now, the Devil's Promenade and the Hornet Spook Lights have been something that has gone on for nearly, oh, I guess, 200 years now, two, 300 years. And it, and it appears, it appears, they appear, 
get discounted. No one can put them down. No one can say that. That is just a favor of the imagination. They can't even figure it out. But this is one of the things which make Missouri the most haunted state in the Union. Now, if you want to call us, you can. You dial 619-924-9801. Again, that number is 619 9-2-4-9-8-0-1. Now, we'll do like we always do. I'll give you two messages, and then I'll play a song, and then we'll come with the time of sale. That's the, that's the best way to do it. I've been doing it ever since, and it has worked out just fine. Now, all of you, all of you who are listening, know this, know this, Missouri, you know, Missouri is quite a state. It goes from uh, from St. Joseph to to Kansas City, to Cape, to Cape Girardeau, you know, all over. All over, but in every town, there is a haunting. There is a haunting. All right, now, hold on. Don't go nowhere because we will be right back. When you're in need, be sure to use Papa Say. Papa Say is a fourth-generation seer and an all-around hoodoo root doctor. Papa Say is that surefire person for getting whatever done to make your situation better. Papa Say can help you with everything from success and love to a continuous flow of money. Papa Say can remove that evil eye that's destroying your life and your future. Papa Say helps women get and keep their man and kids off the street, off of drugs, and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use a tarot or a crystal ball. He uses an ordinary deck of playing cards, a time-honored method used by all real hoodoos. Papa Say can look through muddy water and spot dry land. He's not an ordinary reader or psychic. He's your holy spiritual advisor. You need him? Call him at 1-800-ASK-KEEN. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN. And ask for extension 055-9865. That's 055-9865. 1-800-ASK-KEEN. Extension 055-9865. Remember, there's only one real hoodoo and only one Papa Say. Is your success flying away from you? Is your money gone before you get it? Does everything you touch turn from sugar to shit? Then you need a miracle from Almighty God. Papa Say is your holy spiritual advisor. He helps with all spiritual and metaphysical problems. No matter how big or how small... God uses Papa Say to get rid of them all. Papa Say can look at the muddy water of deceit and see dry land, the good life, here and far away too. Papa Say helps married people and their children. He takes them off the streets, off the bottle, off of drugs and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use tarot or a crystal ball. He uses the hand of Almighty God to see yesterday, today, and tomorrow to help you in your everyday life. Papa Say gets you out of trouble and puts you into the favored life of peace, prosperity, and paradise. Yes. Have no further questions? Then contact Papa Say at 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. Remember, there is one Holy Spiritual Advisor, and that is Papa Zay.
really want to know who do, then get alone. That's right. All alone. Take a notebook with you and a pencil too. Sit back and stay alert. We want you to be fully aware of what's going to happen. <laughs> These are the true and trustworthy timeless tales of hoodoo. <laughs> The Devil's Promenade and the Hornet Spook Light. Bobbing and bouncing along a dirt road in northeast Oklahoma is the Hornet Spook Light, a paranormal enigma for more than half a century. Described most as an orange ball of light, the orb travels from east to west along a four-mile gravel road called the Devil's Promenade by local area, by the local area. Oh, yeah. Well, the spook light, often referred to as the Joplin spook light or the Tri-State spook light, is actually in Oklahoma near the small town of Carpaw. However, it is most often seen from the east which is why it has been attached to the timely, timely hamlet of Hornet, Missouri, and the larger, better-known town of Joplin. According to legends, the spook light was first seen by Indians along the infamous Trail of Tears in 1836, However, the first official report occurred in 1881 in a publication called The Ozark Spooklight. The ball of fire described as varying from the size of a baseball to a basketball, dances and spins down the center of the road at high speeds, rising and hovering above the treetops before it retreats and disappears. Others have said it sways from side to side, like a lantern being carried by some invisible force. In any event, the orange fireball light. Yeah, I'm sorry. In any event, the orange fire-like ball has reportedly been appearing nightly for over 100 years. According to locals, the best time to view the spook light is between the hours of 10 p.m. and midnight and tends to shy away from large groups and loud sounds. Though many paranormal and scientific investigators have studied their life, including the Army Corps of Engineers, no one has been able to provide a conclusive answer as to the origin of the light. Many explanations have been presented over the years, including escaping natural gas, reflecting car lights and billboards, and will-o'-the-wisp, a luminescence created by rotting organic matter. However, all these explanations fall short of being conclusive. As to the theory of escaping natural gas, which is common in marshy areas, the horn and light is seemingly not affected by wind or by rain, or how would it self-ignite? The idea that it might be a will-o'-the-wisp is discounted as this biological phenomenon does not display the intensity of the ball of light seen along the devil's promenade. Explanations of light, headlights, and billboards are easily discarded, as the light has seen years, was seen years before automobiles or billboards were made. 
and before roads even existed in the area. One possible explanation that is not easily discounted, but yet not proven conclusion, is that the lights are an electrical atmospheric charge. In areas where rocks deep below the ocean's core surface are shifting and grinding, an electrical charge can be created. This area, lying on a fat fault line running east from New Madrid, Missouri, westward to Oklahoma, was the site of four earthquakes during the 18th century. These type of electrical fields are most commonly associated with earthquakes. Another interesting legend also abounds about the light that proved a more ghostly explanation. The oldest is the story of a Quapaw Indian maiden who had fallen in love with a young brave. Her father did not allow her to marry the man as he did not have a large enough dowry, the Perry Lope, but was soon pursued by a party of warriors. According to the legend, when the couple was close to being apprehended, they joined hands above the spring river and leaped to their death. It was shortly after this big event that the light began to appear and was attributed to the spirits of the young lovers. Another legend, legend tells of a miner whose cabin was attacked by Indians while he was away. Upon his return, he found his wife and children missing and is said to continue looking for them along the old road, searching with his lantern. Others say the spook light is the ghost of an Osage Indian chief who was decapitated in the area and continues to search for his lost head with a lantern held high in his hand. Sightings of the spook light are common, sometimes even reported to be seen inside vehicles. A few people who have been walking along the road at night have even claimed to have felt the heat of the ball as it passed near them. Reportedly, the growing anomaly, the moving anomaly, growing brighter and dimmer, larger and smaller, can be seen approximately 12 miles southwest of Joplin, Missouri. To get to Devil's Promenade Wall, take in a step 44 from Joplin. But before you reach the Oklahoma, Oklahoma border, take the next to the last Missouri exit on Star Route 43. Traveling south for about four miles, you will reach a crossroads which is Devil's Promenade Road. That's by Kathleen Wesson, Legends of America, updated November 27th. Here's a reading story. Here's a reading story from Horn in Missouri. I was doing some walking down in memory lane this evening and came across your website about the old Hornet spook light. Your site seems to be one of the few that is updated. And I thought I would share my story on the spook light. My dad was born in Seneca, near Hornet and Joplin. In fact, our family cemetery is in Hornet. Generations of folks who lived and died on the prairie. It is an amazing place. My dad is something of an adventurer 
And I thought he got that from his mom. She would tell us amazing and hilarious stories of Kyle jumping through the barn window, the wagon turning over and jumping everyone out on their way to church, and of surviving countless tornadoes in Tornado Alley. I remember my grandmother telling her story of the spook light. It seems that when she was in high school, it was common for buses to take tourists and locals to see the light. The night she went, they had a truly close encounter. It seems the light not only appeared, but actually came down the road toward their bus, rested on the hood, and then burst into a bright, blinding light and vanished. I don't know if she ever went again. I heard the story many times, and she never changed or embellishment. She was in her 80s when she died, about 15 years ago. So it's a very long time ago when she had her encounter. My dad, as I said, is also an adventurer. And until I married, he we would vacation every year in that section of Missouri, visiting the family and exploring every little road, an interesting spot on the map. I was for a countless deserted cabin and been through just about every little museum in the area. So, of course, one night, we had to see the Sukhalite. Now, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I know I was in high school. So that, so that would have been around the late 1970s, early 80s. It was late when we got there. And I saw a few cars in the area. Dad parked and we waited. Yes, I showed up. I've read the explanations of the light and some very reputable and determined people claim it caused on the highway. What I saw was certainly not headlights. We watched a car drive down the road toward the light. The light was above the car as it passed under it. And then the light was brighter and larger than the tail lights receding in the distance. So I don't see the headlights even further away could appear that large. Even if you could logically assume that the light was above the car because the highway was higher than the road, the road I understand all of that. Yes, I understand it all. Well, let's go on. What happened next convinced me that it was not headlights. The large light split into two smaller lights. And yes, it looked like headlights. So I assumed it was just that and was somewhat disappointing until the lights moved into a vertical position. Held that position for several seconds, then moved back to a horizontal location. Joined and vanished. If a car could have accomplished this speed, that meant it had somehow driven to a traditional in a traditional way. Then on its side, then right itself and managed to blend its headlights into one bright light and vanish. I wasn't a child. I was at least 16 years old. I know what I saw, and I haven't seen anything like it. I have no explanation for it. I believe 
I saw the spook light. Now, I don't believe it was an alien or ghost. I'm convinced there's a scientific, logical reason behind it. But whatever it is, it certainly wasn't headlight that night. Perhaps the other thing can be attributed to headlight, but not that summer night 30 years ago. My dad wants to take my sister and our fine families back to the old family farm one more time. My daughter, niece, and nephew have never been to Missouri. I am planning to ask for an evening at the Spook Light. Maybe we can get lucky and pass the mystery on to the next generation. That's submitted by, by Cassandra Golden, November 2009. Okay, here's another story from Hornet, Missouri. <coughs> I saw on your list of most haunted places the name of a, of a place that is very close to my heart, the Spook Light of Hornet, Missouri. My great uncle, Garland Middleton, owned a museum there for many years. He inherited the name Spooky from the former owner. The Spook Light has been studied by scientists from all over, Corps of Engineers, and many more people. And for a hundred years, over on the years, and it has never been explained. I've seen it lots of times myself. I've seen it split into four glowing balls, turn red, then blue, and disappear. It'll be in front of you, then disappear, then behind you. It's literally went through car. Sometimes it comes out, and sometimes it doesn't. The best time to see it is after midnight, when it's really quiet. They tried to close the road to the public several years ago. Talk about a four-state uproar. It's still open. The story goes back to Indian days. Now, let's find Diane Melton, in October 2005. Here's another one. My name is Jackie, and I grew up in Chalkpong, attending grade school and high school through the 10th grade before we moved. My father grew up with the light, and I would have to say, I saw the spook light at least 175 times or more during the time that I lived there in the 1960s. There used to be an old bar near Spook Light Road where my dad would take us when he, we had company from out of town. We kids loved to go there play pool, and listen to the old man who owned the bar tell us stories about the life. Often we would sit outside on the car and watch for the spook light. We had to be real quiet or it would not, or it would not come out. As we watched, all of a sudden it would appear at the other end of the road. My dad would leave his lights out and try to creep up on it. But always, by the time we got near the light, it would suddenly be behind us. It was a regular tradition for our family would attend the Indian powwow on the 4th of July holiday. On one of these occasions, we left the powwow. We went to Aunt, to my aunt's house, which was just off Spook Lake Road. 
as we were trying out there about 10 p.m., a light came up behind us, weaving back and forth, back and forth, across the road like a drunk. My mom insisted that we pull over and let the car pass. However, as soon as we did, the light took off across the land. I've seen it with a big white light and a small green one below it, as well as it sometimes appearing as a red or yellow-orange colored orb. I believe at one time Reader's Digest came out with a story on it in the late 1950s or early 60s. On another occasion, my father took me and all our friends out into the country where we had such a bizarre experience. I, it would make you believe almost anything. At this place, there was a fence upon land where an Indian and his wife were said to have been killed by a white man. According to the legend, the Indian said it before he died that he and his wife should always be around. At the fence, Dad had us hold our hands out with a piece of bread over the fence. Suddenly, we would feel something taking the bread out of our hands. Even with the flashlight, you could see that one second it was there, and the next, the bread was gone. This was very scary to me at the time. When I grew up, my dates always took me to Spook Light Road. And along the way, we would cross the Spring River Bridge, a wooden structure rocking side to side so badly that I was frightened before we ever reached Book Like Road. I always saw the light appear near Quapaw, Oklahoma. I don't know if it is the same now like it was back then. So, I will be making plans to go to Quapa, Oklahoma, to see it again. My Aunt Mary, who raised me, will go with me. It will be fun as we talk about our old stories and try to find the light again. That's by Jackie Oliver, 2005. Jackie Oliver. Hmm. Well, all I can say is, you know, one thing about that light, it grows up as an orb, and it floats different places. First of all, orbs are seen or a or can be a ghost phenomenon. A ghost phenomenon. And the orb of the Indian and all that surely does mean it. But it is very, very large. Very large. And it ain't no ordinary orb. No, no, not with that. Something is about this. Something strange, something very strange about this. And if you want to go to that place and investigate it, well, you got my, you got my credentials, you got my blessing. But something is very, very strange. Very strange. 
some people have seen it but cannot put their mind around it. This thing goes forward and backwards to left and right. So, it has to be, well, a spook light. Something which you cannot understand and which would take a whole lot of sense to figure out. Until next time, watch where you step or you'll become a timeless tale of hoodoo.
better known to many as Papa Say. I am your spiritual advisor for all things, especially for money, success, love, and luck. I've been doing this for over 50 years in some of the most difficult situations and with great success to it. If you've been having trouble with money, success, love, or luck, then contact me, Papa Say, at mail.com to get a fix for any or all of these problems. I have just one thing that I must do. That is to get rid of all your problems. By a hook or with a double hook, I'll get rid of all of these, making a terrible storm in your life right now. So don't wait. Contact me and make a difference in your life today. Get a pencil and piece of paper and write down my address. That's Papa Say at mail.com. Papa Say at mail.com. Papa Say at mail.com. With this, I can't miss. Contact me, Papa Say at mail.com for money, success, love, and luck. Papa Say at mail.com for money, success, love, and luck. Or you can write me at Papa Say, Box 993, Chicago, Illinois, 60617. That number again is Papa Say, Box 993, Chicago, Illinois, 60617. Listen. There is no problem, too big or too small. God uses me to get rid of them all. Well, I love you. I love each and every one of you who came tonight. And I hope you enjoyed our time with sales. Well, and I'll tell you why, because we're going to have them tomorrow. We're going to have them tomorrow. So you come tomorrow. Be here at 7 o'clock for Timeless Tales of Hoodoo. Yeah, be here. Be here. Now, if you if you can't make it, or if you do, you know, and you want to listen to these again, well, you can just go to some of our, some of our uh, services. You can go to Listen, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com or Stitcher S T I T C H E R or I Heart I H E A R T dot com or many of the others. You can even go to iTunes to get this program. See, because what you have to do, only thing you have to do is just you can you can subscribe to it. Yeah, subscribing, then you will get it no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. You'll get it. You'll get it. But if you if you enjoy listening to it live, you can. You can. There are, there is a benefit to listening to this program. There is a benefit. And the benefit is that you will have all the information which other people want, but you'll have it from the beginning. Out on the course, you'll come in, it'll come in and it will be your information instead of something you're waiting second-handed for. So subscribe and review. Send your review. Write your review, no matter what it is. I hope you all like it, but if you don't, there's nothing else you can do but Write it out. Write out one to us. You know, but those comments, those comments mean a lot to us. They do. Those comments mean a lot to us. So if you get the chance, write one out for us so that we can hear 
how you like this program and what you don't like about it too, I guess. I guess. Okay. Now, God bless you. God keep you. And God lift his eyes upon you. May the Lord give you peace. May he bless you. May the Lord bless you going out and you're coming in from this time forth. And there's one thing that I have to say, and that is good night, but goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on the preceding program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Thanks to everyone in our entire audience for listening to this broadcast of Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host for this broadcast was, Papa Say, chatroom supervision provided by, BT Destiny. The executive producer was, George Carr. The broadcast director was, James Best. On-air announcers were, Myron Bast and Dorothy Knight. On-air announcer for Spanish was, Diego Montoya. On-air announcer for French was, Michelle LeBlanc. Telephone screening provided by, Nicole Lofton. Music recording and engineering provided by JT's Cop Database Engineering. The music heard on this program is under license by ASCAP and BMI. On-air engineering and recording for post-program archive provided by Blog Talk Radio, a corporation licensed by the State of New York with corporate offices in New Jersey. A recording of this and other broadcasts can be downloaded at www.blogtalkradio.com. This program has been brought to you by Big Gator Productions which is solely responsible for its content. Remember to tune in next week at the same time for Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio.